Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. We are back at the Next Level Show. We have an exciting episode for you guys already. Like all of the other ones, right? They're all exciting. They are, I think so. I mean, but this is also us being super biased with our own uh, podcast. We just think we're awesome. It's the best out there. We have to have that really like arrogant self-belief, I think, to become eventually successful, right? Unless we are successful already. Is this just our arrogance once again? Isn't that like the top, well, going back to a a sports ball uh, analogy, the top athletes, they swear that they're the best and that's what you strive to be. It's all your perception of your own reality. Mike, (laughs) I'm sorry, dude. I have to hear your, your words on this. How do you feel on where you're at right now with dark? I was going to say that's a very broad stroke um, with dark. I like to start broad and then I like to really dig in afterwards. I, I like, I like it. It's good. It's a good show. Um, I understand the concept of like, the only thing that I can really think about about this show at that point is the fact that there's a few paradoxes that they're paradoxes. So they're, you're supposed to have trouble understanding them, but one of them just seems extremely impossible to happen at all. I don't know. It's weird. Isn't it? It's really weird. Yeah. Cause I mean, Gabe, imagine a girl, mm-hmm. a girl has her mother. Imagine that girl also being her mother's mother through time travel. So that girl goes back in time or no, no, no. That girl lives on, gives birth to a baby. And then that baby gets transported back in time. That baby then gives birth to the girl. The girl grows up, goes on, has a baby. That baby gets taken back in time. Which one happened first? That's my problem is there's one of them had to have happened first. One of them had to have happened first, but Time is like, if you think of like time as like an arrow leaving a bow and it goes away, right? There was a first time. That person couldn't have been born the first time. So it's a, I don't know. I, oh, hold on, hold on. Are we talking uh, back to the future time travel or are we talking end game time travel? This is, it's different. I don't think it's either. Because I mean, think about it. It's its own own time concept. This girl was never born. How could she go back in time to become her own mother? If she's her own mother, she'd have to be born first to become her own mother. She technically was born first. It's the other one. That's the thing. It's like this whole concept. Her daughter is her mom. She has to give birth to her daughter in order to have a mom she can't be born without a mom it's just the whole loop concept of this show it's a it's loop like it's a weird intertwining loop that it's consistently happening an infinite amount of times yeah, that's that's the only logical explanation because there's no 
there's no feasible way that that could have possibly happened unless the original version of that person had a different mother or the original person doesn't even exist. And this is just a spawn of something. Hold on. But if the, if the original person doesn't exist, then wouldn't the, whichever version of the original person, the first one. Yeah. Not come back the second time because how can they give birth to each other? So essentially what you're saying is that one of them had two different moms at some point. The first one had a different mother. Yes. Gave birth to her daughter. That daughter went back in time and then replaced the original mother. That's the only, but then that creates a different person. So it's not even, it's. It's so hard to wrap your brain around like how they came to that. It's hard to wrap your brain around it because it's not fucking possible. <laughs> uh, quantum. That's the best way to, 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 I think that. what, ep- what are, are you, did you finally make it to season three? We are about to start season three. That was the other problem with this is like, that was the last episode that I was able to watch last night. If I had been able to get onto the next one, it probably wouldn't have been in the forefront of my brain. But since it was the last thing that I saw before I went to bed, I got to lay there for a second and be like, no, you didn't trick me. It's not how it works. So I think if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think that they explained that eventually, like the story with that. Well, I, think. I hope they do. And I hope it's a good one. So let me know. Keep me posted once you like get closer it's, to the end. It's a super interesting show and I like oh, it. Yeah. I'm glad that we're watching it. Um, did Jen kind of get back into the rhythm of it? I know Jen was kind of making a little pushback on like the subs and the dubs and yeah, it's just it's just the subtitles. She doesn't want to read subtitles all night, so we watch like an episode or two at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually i I don't mind it. I've I've watched a lot of anime subtitled, so it's not a big deal to me. You kind of learn to read and watch at the same time. But do you mm-hmm. prefer the subtitles or the like the dubbed version? It depends on the original format in which I watched the show. So, like Attack on Titan, I've only seen in English. Um, watching it in Japanese is just weird because it's not the voices that I associate with the characters. Um, well, what about like Dragon Ball? Because I'm sure you've seen both dubbed and subtitled. Honestly, Dragon Ball, I haven't gotten super into, but I've only ever seen English versions of Dragon Ball. But something like Demon Slayer, that's only out in Japanese. Um, I can only watch not that there even is a dub version as far as I know, but I watched um, both Jap- uh, Dragon Ball in both. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if, you, if you've been watching it for a while, I'm sure you've seen both. So I prefer like a dubbed version, even if it is, I know what you mean, like the not the voice in your head, but mm-hmm. you take in the whole, you know, I'm focusing on the bottom part and reading and to seeing the action and going back and forth and whatever. So I prefer a dubbed version. Yeah. Unless the dubbed is like really bad. I'm sure you've seen some really bad dubs. I mean, I'll you also get a different, it's also different translations. Because um, for some reason, when they re- they put the script in English and have different people do it, the words can change. Mm-hmm. But It could be a little bit different. Yeah. I just, I just can't wait for you to finish and to see how you feel. You probably won't feel exactly how I felt afterwards, but I'm just waiting to see how you genuinely feel afterwards. When the show is completely over, you've gotten your conclusion. This is it. They have not revealed something to you yet, I think. So I think that I'm going to wait. I don't want to say anything because I might blurt something out. So I'm going to wait till it happens. And you'll probably just text me about it. Yeah, I'll text you for sure. Um, 
did you guys see the, the story that I shared um, from James Smith, PT? Negative. Uh, I shared something on my story that he had posted on IGTV. And that guy always puts like, I like his content style, his format. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he's not very flashy with this stuff. He keeps it very like straight to the point. This guy probably has no issue editing because he barely edits. Like he probably just chops, but he doesn't add. They call it like a meme, te- uh, meme format, which they have, the, which I'll do is the bars on either top. I think that's what's the proper name for that type of crop that I use. Um, he keeps it very to the point. So the people that actually watch his stuff are invested in his message. And I, I just kind of like, generally respect his uh his content it's really out there he called someone the c word on in text the other day like on the caption just because they were trolling him but um the, that's not the one i'm referencing he talked about in the past i've seen him make videos but he explains the difference between women and men when it comes to fat loss and uh he does it a, a brilliant job one admitting that he is not a hormone specialist or nor a doctor he is a personal trainer that has experience with working with a, a wide variety of women throughout his career as a trainer which i can relate because a grand majority of my clientele are also female which the video that he made a while back also helped me kind of relay a message to my uh, female clients because you know how it is with uh, with women. The the process always seems to be a tad bit slower at times, and it's not it's not because there's nothing. It's usually not a hormonal issue per se. It's not like there's most cases there's really nothing inherently wrong with them. It's just the way their body is is different than a man's. Is bottom line, we're just not built internally the same. Um, we can still, the, the rule of, you know, calories in calories out still applies to both men and female, but he does a very good job at explaining that a male typically has more body, lean body mass typically is bigger in size. In most cases, um, they usually can, we can burn more calories per session. If we had to compare person to person, um, and we don't have a menstrual cycle every month that interrupts kind of our flow and kind of can manipulate our energy levels can, uh, can cause us to either uh, have certain cravings that women will go through every month. So depending on each woman, it's different, but I think that it's, he does a very great job. Check him out. James Smith PT. He has great content, but he did a very good job at explaining the menstrual cycle to what for our, our ladies to expect going through their fat loss journey. Would you say that another reason or it could be as to why um, uh, the difference of fat loss and how men and women perceive it or how they go through it and why it's, it, it, it can be a little bit slower for a woman is because generally speaking, um, would you say that women tend to be put into more, go into the like either fat, try a fad diet more often than not, go into some type of yo-yo diet more often than, than, than a male? Can you repeat the first part of that question? That's the reason as to why that um, a female might re- right respond slower to fat loss is because they ha- they are most likely are going through some type of, uh, you know, go through different type of diets or fad diets or yo-yo diets or have, I, I mean, I've kind of like noticed with the clients that I've had that they tend to have gone through some when I, when I speak to, okay, nutrition, oh yeah, I've tried this before. I tried low calorie. I tried uh, some, something extreme comparable to, to males, not so much. So Would this, that I'm be gonna, a, you know what I mean? I know what you're saying and it, we can make a logical, we can probably justify that. 
You know what I really think when someone comes and tells me that, that they tried so many different things in the attempt and never really truly seeing success it, to me, it's more of a person that never actually stuck with anything long enough, like more than maybe a few weeks, maybe a few months at best. It's really rare if someone actually sticks with something that they mm-hmm. won't see results, even on a bullshit diet, even on a restrictive diet, they will see radical. The, you, what you hear is like the first month was great, but then after that, I kind of just, you know, I just went off and I fell off and you usually never hear like, Oh, I was doing this for a couple of years and I sustained it and Mm -hmm. I kind of worked with it. I made it work. It's usually, I I tried this for a couple of weeks and it went well for, and then once I got my first stall out, I kind of just figured it didn't, wasn't for me and I gave up. So yeah, I think it's more that also what I find quite common. And I'll ask people when I, when I meet them for the first time, I just met a client today, for example, and we were just talking about what she wanted to do. She's not in a bad place. It'll be just maybe a couple pounds of body fat that she wants to lose and just kind of just tighten up a bit. But I asked her like, how's your sleep? Like, do you get good sleep or your person, do you feel really well rested? And she's like, not really. And what I think in most cases I see in people is a high level of chronic stress that they're going through, which makes their body, especially at the beginning, very resistant to the process because uh, physiologically you're battling against your body's natural instinct. Your body just wants to reach a calmer, relaxed state, but you're, you're already chronically stressed out. Your sleep quality is very poor. So these are all stress signals that this person is already having low nutrients in their, in their diet, you know, having just ultra processed foods, infrequent feedings, all this other stuff. And then on top of that, now we're going to try to put you in a calorie deficit. Now we're adding another stress of resistance training. I can feel, I can see why in some cases it can be just simply, we don't, we're not ready to cut. And I think that's what I've kind of, from just observing the, the, all the different people that I've sat, you know, sat with and talked to, it's very common that their life is so out of order right now that adding weight training, it, it will eventually work if they stick with a real deficit by, 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 by law, by science, whatever, it will work. But it'll be a very like, hard thing to, uh, to sustain for them because they're battling against their body like, the whole way versus we know first, let's get a nice maintenance going. Let's get you fed. Let's clean up a couple of not so good things that are going on with you. Let's get you focusing on recovering first. Once your body is feeling good, then let's pull away. And then what happens is fat loss almost seems pretty effortlessly. It seems like the, the it's pretty consistent flow from then on, but most people don't do that. They start fitness and they automatically cut everything and add a bunch of extra intense shit. Speaking of fat loss, with your current set of clients or the ones that you've had in the past, have you noticed um, a message, uh, a common message, or or what the the common thought process is around this time of year? Would they say to you, hey, uh, I want to continue working on my uh, fat loss? Or would they say, you know what, Don, can we back off? Can we do something else? Because I know that I'm going to get hit with like, you know, all these uh, holidays and I'm going to just go, uh, I, I don't want to just have that another, put another stressor on my head. Yes, actually, I was just talking to someone yesterday about this. 
And I just uh, shared a post as well about two tips about Mm -hmm. surviving the holidays this year. And the two tips that come to mind is first things first is if you've been, if you've been consistent, I know with COVID this year, it was very like odd for some people. A lot of people, especially that weren't in Florida, didn't get to go back to the gym or to some type of normality that they were used to probably until recently. If that, they were very short lived. Now they're kind of back into some form of quarantine. So it was a very odd year. So, but if you were someone that has been really pushing fat loss, has really been on the you know consistent grind, even at home, and you're kind of feeling that anxiety kick in, maybe you haven't gotten there yet and you're feeling like I'm about to lose it all type that feeling. Then my tip was just to, one of the tips was to change your focus for the next couple of weeks to end the year off. It doesn't mean you just have that fucking mentality where you just throw everything out the window, but you just slightly just take a a step back from strictly fat loss and how you look and, and, and look like physically and on the scale. Then my second tip was, super simple which all it said was give yourself permission to enjoy the holidays with all the bullshit that's been going on this year give yourself time to really maximize these weird odd situations circumstances with the holidays in some places make the absolute best out of it but it's, it's it's almost like funny when i say like give yourself permission like you're in a grown adult like why would you need to give yourself permission. But believe it or not, a lot of people have this chronic guilt every time they eat a sweet or they order food that's not part of a quote unquote clean food or dieting. It's like this whole rush of emotions. And it's like, give yourself the okay to enjoy your time without guilt. And this is going to be super important because what's going to happen is that you're going to stop adding unnecessary stress so when you do come back to it and depending on where we're at next year you're going to be able to come back with more you're going to be fresh mentally you're going to be excited you're going to be longing to come back and you're all the motivation is going to be completely different and in a good place because you're ready versus you suffered all through the holidays because you're guilty you're stressed out at family events and you come back to the new year and like oh my god here we go i gotta work my ass off to get all this you're coming from a point of like once again, a, a, a shitty place of motivation, which is self-hate, self-loathe, whatever. Just give yourself that time off, change your focus, try different things for the next couple of weeks. Don't overcomplicate it and you'll be probably fueled better to go into this new year. In that sense of guilt, that's not something that's uh, uncommon and that's not something that only happens to those who are just starting their journey or beginners because I've felt that myself before. And anytime I do feel that I say to myself, well, wait a second, okay, do I, am I having this just for the sake of having it? Am I having it because I'm craving it? Am I, what's, what's, what's going on? Okay, I want this, um, this, this food or this whatever, because this snack, these, uh, you know, this, I, there's this uh, caramel and uh, cheddar popcorn mix that I'm, you know, that I have here in the, in the kitchen. And why am I going for another bowl? Okay, because I want it. All right, well, then I'll just have it. You know, what the hell? I'm, like you said, you don't need your grown ass person. I can do whatever the hell I want to do. So let me do that. Now, there's the difference between just going and just having a bowl and having, you know, uh, the whole bag. So for sure, uh, being able to have some discipline there. But it's okay. It's not going to have me go off the rails by just having one thing, you know, and, and a lot of times, like you mentioned during the holidays, people put extra pressure and extra stress on themselves. And just that in and of itself 
is not the best and healthy, healthiest way because maybe like the food might not be the, the most damaging part. It might be the stress that you put on yourself that might be more damaging than anything. Now, let me ask this. What is the difference between um, some random weekend in July that, oh, I'm going to go out this weekend to, you know, meet up with some friends, have some food, just enjoy ourselves. What's the difference between that day and Thanksgiving or any other kind of day in the holidays, right? You know it's coming, so you plan for it and you enjoy it. So why would you treat these days any different? Uh, now, could it be that because it hap is it going to happen, you know, more frequently? It can. And that's where your planning would come into place, right? So Thursday, next week, Thursday, Thanksgiving. Okay, a lot of uh, family's going to get together if you're able to, friends and family or whomever, or is maybe it's just you and your immediate family. And you're going to have some good food. Well, if it's just you and your immediate family, it's just things, you, you know, you can you choose whatever what, what you want to have, at, you know, for dinner. So pick making some good choices, but if you want to just go all out, you know, with the pumpkin pie, with the sweet potato casserole, with the pumpkin, uh, I mean, with the, with the marshmallows on top and, and, and the brown sugar, which is like super good. Like I'm just thinking about it right now. And that's fine. You know, just have it, just plan for it. Uh, what I like to do whenever I'm having uh, on these days is I tend to skip breakfast, you know, because I'm not some, someone that just has to have it. So if I skip it, then, you know, I, I, I give myself... Um, I, I a lot more to that to to the dinner budget as I normally would, and I feel fine with that. Now, if you're someone that does that can't handle that fine with a, with skipping a meal, like you need to have something, then just have something, but just plan accordingly. So again, just don't treat it any different than you would a weekend with uh, with your friends. I think that if someone that's battling this, how you said that it's no different than a day randomly in the middle of the summer that you're going to go enjoy yourself. I don't think it's the, the, I don't think if you're someone that's okay with that is going to be the person that's going to be suffering during the holidays. I think it's the person that even in the middle of July, when it's a, a, a trip with the friends, you already stress that as well. So anything that's out of your norm or if you haven't gotten to your goal or whatever, and anything that steps out of that, you start getting anxious about it and it starts to stress you out that you're the person that's probably going to be stressed out during the holidays as well, because that's just kind of how you have your perception and your view about those type of things is. Yeah, correct. But I guess to the people that, you know, are fine with having a weekend or a night out with the friends are cool with that and are okay with that and plan accordingly for their, you know, to, to still align with their goals. Mm -hmm. But then during the holidays, Oh no, what's going on, you know, kind of like give them a sense of, Oh, it's the same thing. So I can just plan for it as I would before. Now, of course, to your point, um, to someone that has, that gets kind of like anxious if they get out of it because they feel as if it's, it's, it's going to lead to like a bottomless pit and, and they're going to go to like a, like a binge kind of mentality if they were to do that, if they open up the floodgates. You know, then of course that that's to your point. That's a totally different conversation. And there's also I've seen the other the other part too is the person that goes through this, but there's still someone that will relatively go out quite frequently, whether that's at to bars or to Friday night, you know, outings with their friends. Um, this person can be doing. They can live in this constant cycle each week or every other week that they're doing this to themselves. So. It doesn't necessarily mean the holidays, but the holidays, for some reason, I think the reason why it causes so much stress and anxiety is because typically you're going to meet with people you haven't 
met in a while, like your family members that you haven't seen all year. And the only time you guys get together is possibly on the holidays or old friends that are visiting in town. So I think that maybe if you're someone that goes out and it doesn't seem to really control you that hard throughout the normal normalcy of the year, but you go into a holiday setting, it could be the fact that, yeah, you, you kind of have almost like a self-consciousness going into it because you're going to see Aunt, Aunt Susie that you haven't seen since last Christmas and she's going to fucking say something to you because family members are assholes at times when they call oh, you this out is on true. some shit. It's like, you look damn you've gained so i know for like my family like they'll pick on each other like everyone picks on everyone as you're getting older it's like man you look like you've aged 10 years and it's like most of them i think are fine but yeah if you're battling with some like body image issues and you have your uncle uncle roger come and just call you out on something it's 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 i can see where that can come from so i think that's another uh mindset that you have to adjust right you know going into that and how are you going to overcome? Because you can't control everything. You can control how you navigate food. And I wouldn't say restrict so hard to the point that you miss out. But understand if you have certain family members that are annoying and they do things that make you feel uncomfortable, pay attention. Like it's most in most cases, I probably don't think most of them have that much of a bad intention behind it. They probably just joke around. But if they are coming at you in a way that it seems like they are attacking you, probably look at them they're probably miserable in some way shape or form so they're just trying to make themselves feel better by picking on you so when was it about a, a month ago i think we uh, had somebody come over and then they are like oh hey to me oh wow you're uh you're looking skinny there you're looking skinnier there i was just like oh and she was like yeah did you lose some weight and i was just like oh yeah thanks so, yeah i lost it and apparently you found it so it's just you know, Jesus. <laughs> if you want to be playful like that, then go ahead. Or sometimes they just, you know, someone else might not know um, for like a dude that might be a sore spot. Right. But to the other person, they, you know, they might just be saying it just for out of curiosity or have no ill intent. So just be mindful of that. I guess you would know better than anyone um, how your family member or how your guest or how your friend or whomever is really trying to convey that message. Is this, is this the asshole that, that wants to say some shit? Then go, okay, fine, say some shit. Everyone right back has to them. that person, right? And yeah. I think the other thing is to remember is most likely, I don't think there's anyone that's going to come to your dinner that actually has accomplished anything physically this year. It's very rare if you're going to probably see that many family members that come back and they're completely transformed from last year. They probably looked exactly the same, possibly worse maybe a little better, but I doubt, I think everyone's in the same situation. So don't think that you inherently failed or you you're behind in life or, you know, like it's just feeling inadequate with everyone. Just understand that probably everyone is feeling about the same, you know, no one can really talk anything. It's not like I'm coming this year to the holidays, 20 pounds more of muscle or shredded coming into the holidays. I look about, I look ex probably the exact same the way I looked overall from the last year. So it's, it's also kind of being making peace with that. I bet you uh, one conversation piece uh, that will definitely happen in the, the, the Nellis household is how uh, amazing uh, Mike's beard looks. Especially oh, yeah. if he puts the, the, the straightener on. Oh, yeah. uh, very, very fancy. I guarantee you're going to bust out the straightener for then, right? Uh, yeah, probably. I used it again this morning. Um, 
It looks like it. It's, I can't. I, I'm. I, I'm trying to look away. Yeah, it's. Hard. It's much. I'm falling in love, so I have to like keep looking at Gabe's. It's much more <laughs> under control. Uh, yesterday, I was able to. Uh, yeah, yesterday was a little different circumstances because I like really washed it really good this morning, um, and I didn't really put any like other products in it before I like straightened it. For the listeners, I got like a beard straightener. It's like a. It's like a heated comb, um, and it seems to be pretty high quality so i'm happy with it but it's much more tame now so there's still like random hairs that'll like kind of poke out but they all go down as opposed to just sticking out does does jennifer have a hair straightener she does yeah did she say she she look at your beard straightener and says it's the same thing as mine no this one this one is different it's it's it looks like a brush Oh, so, you know what's funny? Yeah, hers is, is like I, one of the the clamp ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's funny about that is that that's actually becoming popular. That brush with heat that mm-hmm. strains. I have a friend that I was staying over at her place, and she has that. It's a brush for her hair, and it does the same thing. Now it's just crazy how they've sold it. That's what I'm. That's what I was just saying. I was just yeah. like, what's the like? You know, are you paying a premium because it's you know labeled or whatever? But. I mean, as long as it's honestly, all good and it's dude, useful. I would still buy the product that made me feel like this is for my beard. Like, this is not the same thing a chip. No, this is a beard one. You know, it is. It is very funny though because I bought like a a spray that you're supposed to use with it, like a heat protection spray to keep mm-hmm. it from like burning my hair, um, burning your face. And you can put it right next. We can we could put mine right next to Jen's because we have the same exact product. Mine just smells a little differently. It's got a different label on it. And this one say like gun like air gun quotes smell or for a, or, no, no, you know, um, it's a uh, like tree bark in it or something just to make it sound bacon. More yeah, yeah, bacon, bacon beard heat protection. No, but it, it, it's funny because like, yeah, I had the same thought because it is it, it, hair is hair it's a it's a product for hair whether it's on my chin or your head it's it's gonna need the same stuff if you're doing x y or z to it the only thing i would have success is if i grew out my chin hair is the only thing i would be able to compete with i'll look like the guy from kill bill the, the guy that trains the girl the, the old mm-hmm, Asian the dude. yeah um anyways what what the hell where do we go with this Go back to uh, let's go back to holiday tips. It's a, it's a hard, I, um, hard left that we took. Uh, I was, I you guys covered that really well. I have I have nothing else really to um, add to it except I do like math in these situations because I just had this conversation with my six a.m. yesterday morning. Um, if you look at Thanksgiving and Christmas, they're roughly a month apart. We can, for argument's sake, say they're about thirty days apart. If you eat three square meals a day, that's ninety meals. Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas dinner, those are two meals out of 90. That's a little over 2%. If you got that on a test, that'd be 98%. You're still an A-plus student. You're still graduating magna cum laude. I mean, those two meals, ultimately, if you're on track, if you're doing all the right things, they seriously don't fucking matter. You could eat 10,000 calories a day on those two days, and you'd still be just fine. You'd probably carry a little bit of water for the next couple of days, but everything would go back to normal. And, and let's just say that you mentioned, like, you know, let's just say you overconsume, you go crazy. Yeah. Are you going to wake up the next day and just be like, okay, ready for another meal or ready for your typical meal? No, you'll probably be like, uh, I'm good. I still have all of this, the shit ton of food right in my stomach. So let me just chill for a bit. I and think that's when- also like, I love that example because that's a very big thing to highlight. I just want to highlight it again for anyone that maybe has just overlooked this is 
it's about two to three meals that you're going to be eating because let's count New Year's hypothetically too. Like do we have a nice dinner for New Year's? Yeah. It's, it's three days out of this whole time span of the holidays. And you, you, if you literally do everything the same and allow yourself to have fun on these days, you are literally going to be fine. If you do exactly what you've been doing, which is being consistent with your meals, training overall consistent, maybe you skip a day here or two because it falls on a day where you're going to spend time with family, whatever, you are still going to be okay. It's, I think people take it to the extreme where they literally just, it's the holidays where they, they vacation the whole time. And that's where the issue is. Yeah, you'll, statistics show that people gain overall a couple pounds during the holidays. But I think it's the same people that literally just throw in the, you know, they just stop doing everything that they were doing leading up to that point. And then they blame the holidays. When it wasn't the holidays, it's the fact that you just stopped doing what you were doing. So as long as you are having fun and enjoying what you're doing, as far as your training, as far as your eating, you will literally be fine because I don't experience fluctuations that aggressively anymore because nothing changes except the fact that I have a day where I eat more, but it's not so far fetched from my normal life anymore that I think that's why I can, I I feel much better about it. And I know we're talking to us that we've been doing it for a long time, but as you're the listener and maybe this is the first time you're going to be very conscious of what you're doing. Think about that. What Mike just said out of, let's say 30 days, roughly from uh, New Year, um, Thanksgiving to Christmas, you only have those two meals during that time frame. It's really not that big of a deal. Now, if you're doing it like 28 days, <laughs> it's like you're like literally all the, the whole month, you're just eating like Thanksgiving. Then yeah, then understand that that's the consequence, but it wasn't the holidays. It was your personal choices. And if you're okay with either or, it's whatever makes you happy. There's no right or wrong here. But if you're someone that wants to stay on track or feel like you're not losing that many uh, weeks of, of this holiday, then don't let these two days determine how you're going to behave the rest of the month. Go ahead, Gabe. Sorry, I really just cut you. But I really wanted to make that point for anyone that may have just um, kind of overlooked it or not paid attention to that point. No, that's an important point to, um, to, to highlight and uh, great way to explain it. But something and something else that kind of like popped into my head is that another reason why, you know, you kind of get uh, a little bit anxious or a little bit extra stressed is because you, you say to yourself, oh, my goodness, so and so is going to bring all of this food, all of these treats into the office everywhere I turn, it's going to be right in front of my face. I go to the break area, there's tons, tons of shit over there. I don't want it, but I can only say no for so long, right? Because every day somebody, somebody else brings something else. But, you know, most likely we're still working from home, right? So that's, you won't have to worry about that so much, right? So that can be a plus. That mm-hmm. can be something that can, that can ease off your mind. And uh, maybe you've thought about this. Maybe you haven't made this, uh, made, made this conclusion. Then you can say to yourself, okay, now it really is, goes back to the two to three meals out of this whole time period, right? Because, Sure, it's those two, three meals, but what about when you're amongst coworkers that everybody says, oh, come on, have, a, have another donut, have another treat, but they're not there. I mean, they're going to say that from your Zoom, meet, your Zoom call or your chat, and you could just be like, yeah, sure, yeah, right here, I got another one. Yep, just, just, just got another one, thanks. You know what I mean? So that can be another thing to kind of like ease off, put you a bit at ease and more so in control as opposed to being, you know, having to resort to appeasing other people. Even, uh, even if you are the person that's in the office and somebody has a bunch of shit in the break room, I say this is your year. Be bold. Throw that shit in the garbage. Spray it with Windex. 
<laughs> always yeah. uh, always an option. Yeah. I love I love that Mike just literally just chimed in and just blew my fucking mind <laughs> a few words of wisdom. <laughs> um that goes to show that when you're a true wizard, you when you grow a beard that long, you become a wizard inherently. You get powers of like just say less, do more. Boom. Just sprinkle just that magic on that. Wait, wait till it turns gray. Oh, it's gonna be you know, Mike's gonna start casting, he's gonna be Casting all types of stuff on this podcast. If, if, if you feel like there's no fucks given now, wait until then. Oh, it means he nothing. The the fucks <laughs> that he's gonna give is gonna be just so little. <laughs> um, I think that I was trying to think of another point that I wanted to say. Um, the really real quick, just relating to the first tip that I gave. I don't want to harp on this one too much. This one's kind of obvious. When I said change your focus, you're no longer maybe stressing about hitting specific prs per se or not really like being so crucial on if this if my quote-unquote lagging body part is being attacked at the same amount of volume maybe you're being a little bit more freely with your free with your training maybe you just switch that all together and maybe you know i'm going to just do just fun random stuff and be okay with that that the training is not so structured um, throughout this time. And we've talked about like when we said about, you know, these are just two meals, two to three meals out of this whole time frame that you shouldn't be stressing about. But let's say you're someone that's going to be overall consistent. And yeah, stay on track. If you are literally enjoying yourself, you may not see a, a shift much in your training routine, your schedule, whatever may, whatever it may be. But if you're someone that is going to be traveling or going to be taking a lot of time off with your family because this is a time when everyone has some downtime and this is when you're going to enjoy it then this is going to be the time where you're just going to have fun with your training too and don't take it so serious and make peace with that this kind of falls into the second tip of just giving yourself permission to enjoy these next couple weeks we've all had a very interesting year so you deserve to have some fun with your life too because you're not going to give two shits what you wait on thanksgiving in the next after like a, after a year from that day even five years into the future you will not give two shits what you wait on thanksgiving morning so with you know with that in mind don't let this you know be a stressful time enjoy the hell out of it you mentioned you know you might have someone come over that you haven't seen in months like you know your aunt Susie, uncle al or whoever that you haven't spoken to or whatever so use that time now strengthen nourish build those relationships. And if it's over like a slice of pumpkin pie or a second plate of whatever, sure. You know, like you said, enjoy yourself, enjoy the time with your loved ones. You haven't been there. If you haven't seen them in in a while, this is now a time that you can be with them. So focus on that. Focus on enjoying yourself, strengthening and nourishing and building those relationships. You'll be fine. I love it. Anything else to add, boys? I think we did a pretty good job on the preparing for the holidays. Yes, 12 out of 10. Mike? 13 out of 10 on rice. Do you concur? Yes. All right. All the curring is happening. With that being said, Gabe, close us out with a Thanksgiving dad joke or a holidays dad joke. So you're not going to be here next week for the listeners that don't know. If you literally just check us out to hear Gabe you're going to be very disappointed next week because he will not be here. You will either be disappointed. Will you be rejoicing? Will you be experiencing one of those two emotions in whatever kind of span 
maybe please let uh, us know in the, please us let us know in the review if you want there you go if if you're excited about this or not jesus christ <laughs> get him the hell out of here um so mike will you be taking over on the dad jokes or would you like me to be supplying because i can still supply if oh, like. i'll i'll do it you'll do it you'll yeah, mind the ship they'll probably okay. be a little dark but that's okay that's just how we like it so um have you guys heard about the the knight who's as tiny as a sperm he is uh he's called sir cum sized <laughs> that was good are you, are you sure that's a dad joke because that Jesus. yeah <laughs> you can't say that to children um you say that I, to other dads that's i uh i i learned a i learned an important lesson recently especially you know given the political landscape right now it may be a hot topic but um did you know that uh communism jokes are only funny if everyone gets them <laughs> the only way yeah it is the only way and with that ladies and gentlemen it concludes another episode of the next level show if you've loved this information and you're possibly stumbling upon and you haven't fully committed to us and you feel like you know what i like these guys and i'm going to subscribe do so we drop about three episodes a week we're going to stay consistent even through the holidays as best as we can to continue to provide as much value as possible with some entertainment with our random lives and if you like it like we said in earlier, leave us a five-star rating and review. We always appreciate those. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> a little, yeah, sorry. With that being said, if you like it, leave us a five-star rating and review. If you want to also check us out on Facebook and kind of link up with us during the holiday time, search us on the Next Level Show private forum, search it up, send us a request. We'd love to have you. And check us out on also Instagram at the Next Level Show. My page is at John Elvis 7 Gabe is at Prime and Glory. And Mike the Wizard is at Mike Nillis PT.